Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. Today's episode is going to have more of a serious tone. We will be discussing the recent unfortunate events that took place at Travis Scott's Astroworld concert in Houston, Texas. We just want to briefly touch base on this because I know that everyone is talking about this. Everybody's trying to figure out what exactly happened and new information is coming out as we speak and this is definitely a developing story. So we just want to touch base on it and share the information that we have seen ourselves. So let's get into it. So who is Travis Scott? If you live under a rock and you don't know who Travis Scott is, he is the famous rapper. He has been out for a while. He has created a name for himself because of the concert experience that he has created when it comes to his shows. So he made it where instead of just going to a concert that you just go there and watch the performance it's more like interactive like there's things that you can do activities that you can like there's rides like it's almost like an actual festival it almost looks like a theme park i've never been but i have seen pictures it's like a whole vibe i mean for people that are concert goers that's like you know something that people want to attend it's become his concerts have become very very popular Astroworld is essentially this world that he has created and it's actually a whole festival, right, Greg? Like, he has people that he invites to perform with him. Yeah, I believe he had, like, Drake. Yeah, he had Drake there over the weekend and I think it's, like, a two or three day event. So, it's, like, a whole thing. It almost reminds me of, um, what is that one? Coachella. Coachella, Lollapalooza, like, pretty much all the other festivals. Yeah, like, all those. So, he's trying to basically create one with his own name and, like, be, you know, the um, start of it. And, I mean, it's worked. He's done pretty well. He sells out shows all the time, so it's working out. Now, he recently had a concert last weekend. I believe it was Friday. So, November 5th was his concert. Apparently, the crowd was getting very, like, rowdy and, like, worked up before Travis Scott went on the stage. And um, people that were there, present concert goers, were describing it as, like, this energy just kind of, like, building up. And people were already starting to kind of, like, push and shove each other. Mm-hmm. But when Travis Scott went out on stage, it just kind of, like, everything blew up. Like, people had just lost their minds, and they started trying to rush the stage. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? They basically were trying to push their way forward towards the stage. I'm assuming to get to him. I really don't know. Yeah. In the process, they managed to crush people to death. Over 300 people were sent to the hospital um, that required medical attention. Mm-hmm. And in total, eight individuals died, four of them being Latinos. You know, in Texas, there's a huge uh, Latino population. Mm-hmm. So it's um, four of them, you know, 50% of the people that passed away were Latinos. And their names are Axel Acosta, who is 21, Franco Patino, who is 21 as well, Brianna Rodriguez, who is uh, 16. And Rudy Peña, who was 23. And I think the one that kind of, like, made me, like, really sad was Axel Acosta. Mm-hmm. He was an individual that was very overweight. I think he was, like, close to, like, the three or 400 pounds. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. And nobody could identify his body. So they ended up actually posting a picture of his head, like, his, you know, deceased face online. Because the, you know, police released that picture because they were trying to identify his body. Yeah. They had an unclaimed body. And, like, I can only think about, like, his parents having oh to God. find out that your child who is missing that you you haven't heard from, but you're trying to locate. Yeah. Like, and then just 
seeing that picture mm-hmm. online where mm-hmm. everybody's like looking at it like that has to be just like the absolute Heart, like worst. heartbreaking yeah so heartbreaking and like i remember seeing like i started crying my husband's yeah. like what's wrong and i'm like it's just like you know this so person sad, yeah they can't find they don't know who he is apparently he had lost his phone mm-hmm. um at the concert so his phone was like um found and the lost and found you know i mean his body was just sitting in a morgue waiting for people to identify it so they had to resort to releasing a picture of his face Mm -hmm. and obviously you can tell his eyes are closed and uh, but oh like i just cannot imagine like being a parent and having to go through that and um, they did set up a gofundme account for him because they're trying to get his body back to washington state i I believe that's where he um, was he was a student there Mm -hmm. in washington state so i'm assuming his family lives there too yeah i'm not sure but you know having to buy a body especially that you know he was sounds like he was a larger person Mm -hmm. it's very expensive and so they did start a gofundme page and as of today the um they have raised over thirty eight thousand dollars to help bring his body back home and Mm -hmm. help with the funeral expenses but still like nobody wants to resort to that you know i know thirty eight thousand dollars sounds like a lot of money but you know it's still not going to bring him back and it's really not going to bring any of these people back and it's very unfortunate that this is supposed to be a concert where people people go to enjoy themselves and have fun and Mm -hmm. let loose Mm -hmm. and the last thing that you think is that people are going to be crushed to death i mean think about to me like in my mind I'm, i'm also claustrophobic but in my mind that's like the worst way that you could possibly die yeah. is being crushed to death like feeling all your bones break and then you can't breathe like mm-hmm. that's horrible yeah and so it did kind of make me feel kind of like angry about this because it's like how did this get so out of control mm-hmm. i think for me the saddest part is that there's currently a nine-year-old uh named ezra blunt mm-hmm. that is currently in a medically induced coma and you know his aunt is who actually spoke and I believe it was for today, the Today Show. Okay. Um, it's an article, and she described what happened, and she said that her, like, this kid was sitting on his dad's shoulders when the crowd started to, you know, push forward and crush into each other, and that his father, Tristan Blunt, uh, he passed out. Oh. And so when he passed out, they, like, lost track of Ezra because he basically fell off his shoulders and he got lost and so they were frantically calling around to local hospitals because they had no clue what happened to his kid you know and then they ended up finding him at the texas children's hospital and you know unfortunately he suffered severe swelling in his brain and he went into cardiac arrest either at the concert or on the way to the hospital so now he has to be in a coma to minimize the brain and heart function so the swelling can go down. Can go down. And he said he also suffered damage to his lungs, his liver, and his kidney. Yeah. He said that... And they still said that he's not... Like, he may not make it. Like, he just he's currently in that medically induced coma, but he may not make it. Yeah, that's what the doctors are saying, that mm-hmm. they don't know um, that he wasn't expected to make it after that day but it's how many days after so he's been fighting you know this yeah. kid is very strong he's been fighting but unfortunately you know it's not looking great sadly a nine-year-old kid i mean yeah that's just so tragic and the thing you know the doctors are saying that even if if he does survive this you know his quality of life is going to be terrible because yeah. i mean he has a permanent brain injury mm-hmm. 
It has, like you said, damages to his liver, kidney, and lungs. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like, that's horrible. What quality of life could he possibly live yeah. like that? Um, being, like, permanently in pain or, you or know, just, needing medicine and medical attention for, for the rest of your life. Yeah. Uh, people are referring to this concert as a death trap. And it's because um, apparently there was little to no security present at the event. And again, there's still a lot of information that's coming out regarding the concert. But there was nobody there to do any sort of crowd control. When things started to get out of control, there was nobody there to keep people safe. And it's just like, you know, what standards do we have for safety at these like huge large events? Because allegedly there was over 50,000 concert goers present. And if you really think that, five, like a staff of five security guards, is going to be able to control there's a crowd no of fifty thousand people, there's absolutely no way. Like you're out of your mind. So lawsuits are going to start coming out. I think rightfully so. No, there have already been coming out. There's yeah. there's tons from all of the survivors, and you know, yeah. I don't even know. I've lost count about how many I've seen that yeah. have already filed lawsuits against either just him or overall the whole venue just think about like even for those that did survive the concert think about like the emotional trauma of like witnessing people dying or being crushed to death mm-hmm. i mean can I you mean, only imagine like how those people were screaming or you know well, even mean, them being like seriously suffocating and, and passing out because well, that was the case for a lot of exactly. them exactly and unfortunately a lot of these people are sadly going to suffer from ptsd oh yeah you know absolutely because this is like the shootings that we've had, the other festival tragedies that we've had. So, unfortunately, I mean, these are thousands of people that are now going to have to more than likely seek treatment. Oh, yeah. And I think that, you know, the lawsuits are coming out and they are suing Travis Scott, you know, as the performer. But they're also going after, like, I think the company that put the concert together. So, like, the promoter and even Live Nation, I believe. Yeah, so there were some documents that were leaked that did reveal that, I guess, the Energy Park only has an insurance policy that will cover 26 million which is nothing That's... which i'm pretty sure honestly we might they might be going into the billions i mean i wouldn't really be surprised i mean if fifty thousand people sue yeah like i wouldn't be surprised and i mean unfortunately with these types of things i mean you have everybody saying like well why did he stop it yeah you know because i mean he stopped it for other things before yeah I think that's kind of like the craziest thing as more and more information comes out is like his repetitive behavior from the past where I have seen where he has like incited the crowd to get like crazy and and rush the stage he hasn't in the past he's thrown like he's asked the crowd to you know beat up a guy because he pulled off his shoe Travis Scott's Mm -hmm. shoe um, because he tried to crowd surf and the person just I, I mean I don't know if it was intentional or not but why are you crowd surfing like yeah. that's gonna set a riot you know well and I think for that one um, I mean he was upset because he was stealing his shoe allegedly <laughs> you know and that's why he stopped the whole a millionaire to get his shoe back you know yeah but so, you couldn't stop it when you, you yeah. know, saw that there was yeah. definitely well, an ambulance driving into the crowd. Like, guess, if there's an ambulance driving into the crowd, something happened. Yeah, I mean, I, you don't I have mean, to be... I do want to add that, like, you know, they did say that he did stop it. And from what I've seen or heard or read, it was only, like, the one time, I guess. Yeah. But then he went straight back to performing. So a lot of people have been, you know, saying, like, well, why did he just stop if he saw him? And so, like, to play devil's advocate unfortunately you know you were going to have a portion of people that 
will say, well, why did he stop it? He should have stopped it because he could have stopped it. Yeah. But then you have the other portion that if he would have stopped it, you would have had even more angry people or possibly, like, cost more of a riot, of like, a riot because then he would have stopped and people would be like, but I paid. I paid so much money. And it's not yeah. like these things are cheap. And, you know, you know, them saying that or using that as an excuse to not stop the concert just lets me know that they were not prepared for this big of an event. Well, and it's not them just saying it. It's just people that are saying, like, you know, unfortunately, you're never going to, nobody's ever going to be happy yeah. with, like, the outcome either or because you're always going to have somebody that's upset but in this case I mean they didn't have the security the venue didn't have a protocol for a crowd surge and there's really only in this case like two people that could actually shut it down completely and that's usually the EP so the executive producer and the festival director yeah I did Um, read that that they were the two but you know I will say I will say like also playing the devil's advocate you know you know, when I was in dance in high school mm-hmm. and being on stage, those really bright lights that you see that are, you know, like... They're so blinding. Yeah, they're super blinding. Like, the lights that are, you know, like, on stage. Yeah. Most of the time, well, like... The spotlights, yeah. Yeah, like, um, when I was dancing front row, like, at school, like, I could not see into Nothing. the crowd. You could see the crowd, but you, I couldn't, like, make out, you like, faces make out, yeah, or details. anything. Yeah. yeah. Like, you could just... Like, like, I mean, if people were moving back and mm-hmm. forth, I could tell something's going on, but yeah. I wouldn't be able to tell they were dancing or raging, exactly. you know? So, like, I do try to think about it from that point of view, mm-hmm. and that's where I think that Travis's team failed him. Yeah, and I they think... They should have been looking out for those type of things and looking out for mm-hmm. people's safety. Well, especially because, I mean, we did come upon an Instagram page for, excuse me, this um woman, this girl that is actually stating that she was there and she was actually the one that jumped up on stage and was trying to get a camera. Was it on stage or was it on the one of like the satellite things for the camera? Um I think she was like on one of the platforms. Okay, yeah, with, like, I, the that's camera. What I thought mm-hmm. too. Yeah, he she jumped on one of the platforms and this was actually she was after she was able to make it out, she went ahead and like jumped up onto one of these platforms to try to get the cameraman's attention. And to tell him, like, you guys need to stop, you guys need to stop. She did post. She felt like she was just being brushed off and, like, nobody was listening. But it did later come out because, I guess, unfortunately, um, due to her post, the cameraman was getting death threats. Oh, yeah. You know, so... um, I saw that. Like, basically, they're saying, oh, you should have done something. Yeah. He he didn't have the authority to stop that. Well, no, and after that, after her post and everything, I guess this man's wife messaged her and you know told her you know like my husband is getting death threats you know like he did help so because apparently I guess what ended up happening is that after she got down he did call for help because apparently she she said that after she jumped down that she saw two uh, medics that had come in and I guess it came out that he had called he actually actually did call for help and that's why they were there but I mean like two medics that's all you send for, like, yeah. this whole thing? I mean, apparently they started putting up, like, um, like uh, medical stations mm-hmm. around the crowd. Yeah, but I mean, because... like, these medics have to literally go in yeah, to in the a war mob field, yeah. and, like, basically hope that I saw that people started pushed. dancing on the ambulance and stuff, yeah. like, jumping on it and mm-hmm. stuff. Like... Oh, that is insane. Like, I... <laughs> 
No. And, and I'll be honest with you, like, I just recently started going to concerts because mm-hmm. my husband likes concerts, mm-hmm. and he kind of, like, taught mm-hmm. me, like, the love for that. Mm-hmm. But honestly, like, I'm not a concert goer. Like, if I don't have an assigned seat mm-hmm. and, like, an actual ticket that tells me where I'm sitting and what you're at, like, I won't go to the concert. Mm-hmm. I don't mess with those concerts, like, Lulapalooza, whatever BS. No. I don't mess with crowds. Mm-hmm. The uh, one time that I um, went to, like, a concert like that, that was, like, you know, just, like, a huge crowd, no assigned seating, was here in Indianapolis for the um, Super Bowl concert that they had outdoors. I went to the Rihanna one, and we just kind of stood off to the side because it was, like, on a little hill so that we could see, and, like, I didn't feel, like, claustrophobic. But then the other one was a concert where Daddy Yankee and Don Omar was supposed uh-huh. to perform at, yeah. which those... <sighs> So the people didn't show up because I want to call them something else. That's mm-hmm. the only reason I went. Mm-hmm. And my husband was literally like, we were up against the guardrail. And my mm-hmm. husband was like, literally, like, because people no. do start pushing. I don't yeah. know why people do that. Yeah. They started pushing. And so my husband had both of his hands extended, like, on either side of me mm-hmm. so that people wouldn't push into me. And yeah. I started freaking out, even yeah. with him, like, trying to protect me. Just because I felt like everybody else, I just felt everything getting tighter, yeah. like the space getting tighter. And I told my husband, uh, throw me over this thing, like we're getting out. And yeah. he was like, Are you sure we get out? We can't come back in. I'm like, I don't care, throw me over, yeah. you know? Like I was done. Yeah, because and you start my, panicking. Yeah, and I'm and again I'm claustrophobic, mm-hmm. so it's not an ideal situation for yeah. me. But that's why I don't do those things because yeah. I think about exactly this. It's like if somebody passes out, how the heck are they gonna get medical attention? Exactly. Then it's three hundred. How are they gonna get to out? you? How are yeah? Yeah, and then I mean, and people are stumping all over you. How is anybody gonna know that you are even missing? Or they, you know, like this little boy, this nine-year-old boy is so mm-hmm. sad. I mean, I can guarantee you that he probably got stomped on oh, yeah. to death. Oh, yeah. I mean, that that's why he has all those injuries. I mean, like, I don't even, like, I don't know. And like, it's like, how are you, like, so stupid to not realize that you're stepping on a little baby boy? Like, well, like, a lot of these people, like, heart. don't even care. That's what, like, like, you know that what you're doing is, is causing harm. I mean, you, if other people see these people, like, falling and getting trampled on, you know that a lot of these people that are, like, rushing these crowds see these people as right, well. Right. They don't care. And that is the problem. That people don't care. They right. knew what they were doing and they just continued on for what? Yeah. And I will say that um allegedly and this is coming from that what is he like a chief officer for the police? I don't know what mm-hmm. his title is, but there was a man that came on television mm-hmm. saying that allegedly there was somebody going out injecting people with drugs and mm-hmm. that maybe that played a role in, in how out of control this crowd got but i'm just like well how many people did this person inject with drugs well i mean supposedly they're saying that he got pricked when he was going to go help yeah a medical professional like someone that was um like offering like medical assistance but it was like one of their officers well yeah well it was because he went to go help and then from what i read he went into the crowd yeah he went into the crowd and they said that all of a sudden he just like went limp and passed out and that then like somebody ran over and administered narcan and revived him yeah so he literally like within that moment that he basically jumped into the crowd somebody pricked him i think they said like on his neck or something yeah on his neck when he was like when he was being um medically examined yeah they saw that he had, he like, had the prick uh-huh. on his neck yeah and That's so they really immediately like to me. yeah administered the narcan 
That's so, really scary. I mean, like I told you, like I had literally just told you but I'm just thinking, a couple weeks ago of this happening in the UK or something yeah. where this just happened at a club. Like I was reading articles about this happening but my at a thing club is, and I'm like... I'm still, I still don't understand, Grid. So if this one officer gets pricked and he passes out, then why do more people pass it? Like why don't why more people passing out? Why were they, you know, like still there raging? Well, that's the thing that initially when this happened and, and that came out because that came out later that evening of you know friday yeah. night because i was literally re- up reading all these things that were coming in and there were multiple reports that were coming in saying that the, you know supposedly all these people had gotten pricked that those eight people had gotten pricked and that's yeah. where they fell and like that's where they died obviously we don't have any like um, autopsy reports. Yeah. We don't, at least that I've seen, I haven't yeah. seen anything concrete saying that it was due to being trampled yeah. or due to this or due to both. But I do think that more, if this is true and, and people were pricked, I think that more information will come out regarding oh, this. Sure. And honestly, like, that's really scary. Mm-hmm. That's really scary because what type of drug was it? What, you know, if it's that strong for somebody to pass out just from a simple prick, then that probably can cost, you well, know. Well, not even just that. They're saying that mm-hmm. these people were dying because you can because i mean if who you read, was dying well because a lot of these people were, were going into cardiac arrest yeah so when you're at when you're you know overdosing yeah you do go into that, cardiac you arrest. go into cardiac but when you're also getting trampled and when you're panicking you, you go, go into, into cardiac, cardiac so that's why i said we have to wait and see yeah what the real what cause of say, death is or and what? if it was like a mixture of both yeah. because like they're panicking so mm-hmm. they're you know they might be going into shock and then you have somebody like prick you. So you can die from freaking out, like even if you're not being crushed. Yes, that's why they say that. You know, oh, one of the silent no. killers is stress. Hell no. Because yeah. people literally stress themselves to that. That's not just a saying. Yeah. That's literal truth. You yeah. can kill. You can die. And it's such a stressful situation where you don't have a way. You to give yourself escape. a heart attack. Yeah. Well, the situation kind of right. Yes. Puts you. In yes, that because position. you have all that stress, so mm-hmm. your body basically goes into like a fight or flight, but everything is altered. So yes, you can die. Oh, that is so scary. And I guess what's concerning to me, Grid, is that I have noticed a pattern where Travis Scott, like I said, he has had this very like um, like this, this behavior of anxiety, mm-hmm. like chaos. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think he thinks it's cool because it gets people hyped and people are going wild and mm-hmm. maybe he relates that to people having fun, mm-hmm. but it's not fun for people that are in the, in the freaking crowd. No. And I think it's not even just like him. It, it's basically a thing with, you know, most concerts, but no, I, in this but, case, I think it's him good because didn't you tell me that he mm-hmm. has, he had pleaded guilty to several charges if you have that information i don't know if you want to go over it but yeah it's not the first time that he's been called out for inciting violence and chaos at his concerts one of them which resulted in several security guards being injured because of this yeah i mean you're not wrong i mean he did it actually did just come out i guess today again that um on insider that he pleaded guilty to charges in a 2015 incident at Lollapalooza. And also a 2017 concert in Arkansas um, where police did say that he encouraged fans to rush the stage. So like you said, it does seem to be, you know, something that he does often. And And even in one of the, like that, um, we just watched a video of a concert goer goer who posted it. And he spoke to a security guard that I'm assuming was standing on the other side of those Mm -hmm. guardrails. 
and he was saying hey we need help and she said something along the lines oh well you've never been to one of his concerts this is normal Mm -hmm. so I guess like the pushing and shoving and and the rushing the stage Mm -hmm. I guess that's normal I I'm not sure what part of any of that was normal but I'm assuming that that is kind of like you know his vibe like people just kind of like going crazy and acting like they've lost their minds Mm -hmm. and so if that's the case I'm surprised that no one has died at any one of his concerts up until now. Yeah. And so it's like, I think that's why they really need to investigate and determine what went wrong. And also, you know, you said as a teaching moment for other artists and, you know, they do. When you are having people at your concert, it is your responsibility to ensure their safety or ensure or ensure the fact, the simple fact that if they need medical attention, that they can get to it mm-hmm. without being in a death trap. You know, with no way to get out and being crushed to death. I'm pretty sure that that was the last thing on anybody's mind by the people that bought, you know, tickets to his concert. I think it is important to know that we today saw information that the information that we just shared regarding the Houston police um, chief saying that somebody was injected with a drug on on their neck Mm -hmm. that um information has now been announced to be inconsistent yeah it's been retracted so they did retract Mm -hmm. yeah on that statement because it's inconsistent so um very very um alarming i'm not quite sure what that means like you know i was just talking with grid like does that mean that the information was not true at all or um are they retracting it because it didn't happen or because they need to investigate and so they don't want people focusing on that i mean we never really know um a lot of times you know information is kept from yeah like maybe he didn't have the permission to Mm -hmm. share that info and it kind of slipped out of his mouth Mm -hmm. it's gonna be you know this is crazy yeah i mean i'm i'm literally just now also reading uh brian enton's twitter where he said that he interviewed uh the houston firefighters union and they're saying that all the medics and the ambulances at Astroworld were private. Um, when they heard chaos, they did rush over. But the union did say that the event organizers would not give them a radio. Like, how would do you not give the firefighters a radio? Like, like to communicate a, with the staff of the event? Yeah, it's like the fastest way to communicate. But instead, provided only a list of cell phone numbers. I mean, in a what? dire, like, emergency. They didn't like even this, have service. Exactly. Well, and that's the thing that they're also saying that, you know, cell phone service was almost non-existent at the time. So, I mean, like it could be the the location. It could be the amount of people that are there. So you can have these towers just being, you know, absorbent amount of like, you know, interference because of all the signals and stuff. Like, I don't know. But even the union president has said that he has never heard of anything like like this happening in his entire career like never is this the way for emergency personnel to communicate i mean because it's true like emergency personnel always has a radio it's the fastest way to communicate like in an emergency situation you're not gonna be like where's that list of cell phones yeah dialing a cell phone number yeah and then now you have to figure out who to call and then now you can't even get a hold of people because there's no signal Right. And I mean, honestly, um, you know, this is still very recent. It hasn't even been a full week since this happened. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure that more information will be coming out. But I think one thing is for sure is that it's it's definitely evident that proper, proper protocols were not followed. Oh, there was and, major negligence all yeah. the way around. And it's unfortunate that people had to die in, in mm-hmm. such a tragic way mm-hmm. uh, for this to be, you know, a wake-up call and hopefully a new way of, of handling security for, for yeah, concerts I'm, I'm going forward. Yeah, I'm 100% sure that that protocol 
will mm-hmm. change for festivals or oh, for yeah. large concerts, you know, all these fests and stuff. I am 100% sure that they will now have to draft some new, like, rules, regulations, definitely up that security and, yeah. like, emergency personnel because, I mean, things do not look like they're getting better. I mean, these festivals no. just keep getting worse and worse and worse. And, yeah. and not to mention, we're still in a pandemic. Like, yeah. So, I mean, that was definitely a super spreader event. And especially in Houston, people in Texas are not wearing masks, like, at all. When I went for my brother's graduation from college, like, literally nobody was wearing masks. Like, it was insane. But, um, anyway, so we just kind of wanted to, again, briefly touch base on this subject. And the subject, I know that more information will be coming out. So, we'll probably do a quick update uh, once more info um, is shared. And, again, this is a developing story. So, um, we'll keep you guys updated as best as we can. Thank you guys for joining us today, and we'll catch you on your next episode. Bye-bye.